Welcome back to the Anytime Sports Podcast Show. I'm your co-host, Colin. I'm here with another co-host, Andrew. Say something, Andrew. Let's go. We're going to need some gra- draft coverage again today. Draft is coming up, I believe, in 10 days from when we're Ooh, filming yeah. this. It's, it's Very soon. really close for the NFL draft, and we got some NFL news to get into that we have missed. We have had some absence, but we are back with some more news. We'll get straight into it. Um... Uh, Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton is reportedly shooting up the draft boards and would not be surprised if he's picked in the top 10, according to lead NFL scouts. I've been very high on Kyle Hamilton for the longest time. I absolutely love his tape and love what he did at Notre Dame, not only because I'm a Notre Dame fan, but I I just really think he's a generational type safety, a guy you can put back in the secondary, that quarterback's fear. And uh, we love those types of guys. I think they're great, and I told you – there was a couple weeks ago where they said he's sliding on a couple people's draft boards. I told you he's very good. Don't buy that. He's going to go in the top five or the top ten. And I I have him in my mock draft later going in the top ten. But um, that's what I think. What are your thoughts on Kyle Hamilton? Maybe top five. I think he's great. I think he's shown his talent. People have been doing more research on that guy. Um, I think he's showing up. Um, bunch of great DBs, bunch of great linemen in this, in this uh, draft. Not many great quarterbacks which we've covered, but I think yeah he he is definitely climbing the draft board. I wouldn't be surprised if he's drafted in the top. And Kyle top, Hamilton top is one of those like generational type safety guys. I mean he's a he's a very hybrid guy. He'll he'll help you in the run game and and he'll help you kind of in the, in your pass game. And he's a guy that you, you can stick on somebody and and be like okay he, he'll guard him and you don't have to really have to worry about him. And uh, I really like him. I think he's gonna be a great pro. In fact, I probably will get his jersey when I when whoever oh, yeah. team is drafted. But uh, I think he's very good, and I'm, I'm glad he's shooting up people's yeah. boards, in my opinion. And another news that happened about a day ago, the Giants may eventually cut cornerback James Bradbury, who didn't attend voluntary workouts. What were your thoughts? I mean, when you don't attend voluntary workouts, and you're going to get cut because you didn't attend voluntary workouts, well, what are your thoughts? I mean, that's the thing. When high sc- It's like a thing in high school. When coach <sighs> yes, says, hey, guys, so opt- like when coach says, hey, guys, optional weights lifting oh this Friday. God. You show up. It's not. It says optional, but it's not it's, optional. It's That's what optional. shows the coach the, never... you're there for the team. Bradbury doesn't show up. He doesn't want to play. I mean, wants to play for the team, but he shows he not doesn't want to put in the effort for was, the team. It was a group. It was agreed through the CBA that voluntary workouts for veteran players must be. They can't be forced to be there because it's the off season. But it's voluntary and um. And some of these guys are not necessarily just um, blowing off, not working out or anything. Some of these guys got their own personal trainers and their own workout regimens that they follow. They're not, like, not working out. These guys are still working out and um, and building up. They just didn't attend the voluntary workouts. I know there were some arguments with a couple other star players a couple years ago that didn't, that didn't attend voluntary workouts, but... Uh, uh, I think it's, I think it's kind of dumb to be honest. I think, I think I, if you yeah. don't attend a voluntary workout, you shouldn't lose your job for a voluntary. Th- it's think, it's yeah. it's a voluntary thing, and I know it might have been cool to say, hey, show up for like one of the voluntary workouts, but he he didn't, and if he shows up during the season, he and he balls out. I mean, he proves it, but. Uh, uh, I don't like the idea of someone getting cut for a voluntary workout. I don't. I don't think that's right. I think the right thing to do is to show up to the voluntary workout. I don't think you should get cut because of it. Um, a lot of these veteran guys so, need so their time. So you think these rest. veteran guys, like yeah. who have their houses in like Florida or whatever, they they yeah. don't want to come back for the 
for a bit. Yeah, it's, I know for the Bears. I know for, for the Bears wise, it was like York. 24 out of their 50 man roster from last year showed up. Like all the young guys showed up. Those guys who are getting started, who are just out of college, who don't really have families yet, they could show up. Those older veteran guys who have families and who have wives, they can't show up really. You got to take that into consideration. I don't think it's necessarily needed to cut cut them, but I mean, it's 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 a thing for the. Hmm. It's like a thing for the players to show up, but you also got to take other factors into consideration. You, you also, yeah, you have to take factors into consideration, and I, I mean, I just don't like the idea of it. I, I, we obviously have different views on it, but I love that we have different views on it because it's, it's kind of uh, making, uh, making a conversation yeah. out of it. And another piece of news that I have is the Packers are interested in drafting wide receiver, wide receivers, and been linked to multiple stars, including. Chris Olave. What do you think about Chris Olave maybe going to the Packers to be a weapon with Aaron Rodgers? You know, Devontae Adams left. They did sign Sammy Watkins, which yep. we will get to. Sammy Watkins, I think he signed for a two-year, $25 million deal, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, that was a big signing. They need somebody to play next to him. They do have Alan Lazard. They do have Robert Tunyon. What do you think? Maybe adding Chris Olave to that equation, getting somebody over the top. Yeah, I was really harsh on the Packers. I was like, hey, you can't have Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb here one and two. You need some guys. But they, they got uh, Watkins. He's going to probably be their one. Now Lazard be their two. And Randall Cobb be their three unless Watkins is their two and Lazard is their one. But if they draft that guy, that guy could very well become their two, possibly their one, just like the Bengals did with Jamar Chase. I mean, people are making fun of the Sammy Watkins. Watkins sign, but it's a classic Packers move in the fact that you're getting a veteran wide receiver. Sammy Watkins has been around a long time, and he's not a he's not a bad wide receiver by any reason. But he's traveled around to a, a couple teams, so he knows what being a veteran is like. And uh, pairing him up with Aaron Rodgers, I think it's very good. I don't like the idea of a, a, of a rookie wide receiver being paired up with him, just because the experience and the trust needed to build. It's not like uh, Devonte Adams and uh, Randall Cobb and. And uh, Jordy Nelson were just immediately they were successful. No, that took time. The, the relationship building, you know, they like to do things a little bit different. So it, it took time to get that sort of connection. Maybe he can get it with Chris Olave right away. I do like Chris Olave as a talent. I think he's very fast. And uh, they could use a, uh, a burner down in Green Bay. And I think yeah. this would be a good signing to help uh, – not only Aaron Rodgers, it would help uh, Chris Olave a lot to pick apart Aaron Rodgers' brain. And, you know, it would be a smart move to maybe draft like one of these bigger wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I know we talk about how this draft is filled with some great wide receiver talent, especially fast wide receiver talent. But uh, um, why not get a guy and make Aaron Rodgers happy? Because you did sign him. Now you got to yeah. make him happy, though, and don't draft a quarterback in the first I round. I think this situation is very different from the Joey B. Jamar Chase situation. Because Joey B. and Jamar Chase were teammates for two years prior to their – uh, being in the NFL together. Like, Aaron Rodgers has been in the NFL for my whole life. He's been in the NFL since 2003, I think, um, for both of our lives. But uh, he's getting that age. Uh, he's got to have that number. you got to have that guy now. Devontae Adams is gone, so that's going to be very crucial for him. He's getting up there in age, so he's got to have that young guy he could develop and have some targets to. Yeah, very much so. And moving on to another piece of news coming out of the Bengals organization's rumors has it that they're making a key priority to prioritize selecting a cornerback in this draft. What are your thoughts about selecting a cornerback in this draft? That's what they need. I think they have – they did get to pick up a couple linemen in the offseason, which will help them out. They got to pick up a lineman. I think they – do they have a second-round pick? I, I don't necessarily think they need to pick up a lineman. I think they, they pretty much did yeah. that in free agency. I like the idea of a cornerback here. 
especially uh, not a uh, Eli Apple, Mr. Uh, Toast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Eli Apple got got toasted in the Super Bowl, and that's part of the reason why they did lo- lose a, a, a with, along with that offensive line. Uh, but um, they're addressing their needs here, and they're not they're being blunt about it. They're addressing it. Eli Apple isn't really working. He wasn't really working in the playoffs at all. So. Um, uh, I like their idea of they're going head first. Their key priority is a cornerback in this draft. I think it's a team being looking to the future and saying, hey, we got to win now because Joe Burrow's on his rookie deal. And when we start paying Joe Burrow, we can't start paying everybody else. So we might as well pay everybody else now so we have that structure around Joe Burrow yep. to go win. You know, this is a heavy AFC, uh, especially in that division, too. The yeah. AFC North is nothing to sneeze about. You got the Steelers, you got the. Ravens Browns. and you got the Browns. I mean, those are that's a great division right there. You got to it's a powerhouse division, and you gotta you gotta win. And the AFC is very uh, yeah. uh, difficult in general. So I like this. Uh, I like their key priority. But talking about it's one thing; actually doing it's a whole different thing. Can I make a quick hot take on that division? Yeah, you can. All right, I think Deshaun Watson won't play the entire year. I, that's Deshaun, what I'm gonna say. Yeah. He, he's, he's, that's very he, agreeable. He's I, in I a think tough spot. He's gonna get a suspension. I think he's gonna get a suspension from the league. I think it might be a four game suspension, and those four games are very crucial if you think about it. Four games. If you ended four losses in that division, that's gonna leave you in a hole right away. We already know the Steelers yeah. have a great defense. They've had a great defense for a while. That offense will get off the hook with Mitchell Trubisky, which a lot of people are saying Mitchell Trubisky isn't as great. And, yes, he didn't have the yeah. best years in Chicago. I think that was more due to the coaching staff than to him, though. He spent a year in Buffalo. He played pretty well in the preseason, and he and uh, he got in some action in the regular season, a couple snaps. But um, I think he's ready to take on a new role in this new organization. And the Steelers are an established organization in the fact that they're, they're a very stable organization, and they could uh, – yep. They can kind of help curtail the media to his his way, and I think it's a great spot to land for him. Uh, yeah, and uh, and although I, I think that division yeah. is just it, it's insanely tough back to, to win. Yeah, back to what I was saying. Uh, Deshaun did have legal trouble, but once that trouble gets settled, the NFL is going to give him some fines too and give him some suspensions for all those troubles. And not to mention the Browns haven't released Baker Mayfield, so Baker will be like, "Hey, I'm going to purposely throw it for you guys because you guys are trying to kick me out. You got my replacement guy in." They're not going to. They're not going to uh, place him in. They know they're not going to. Who they get signed, for their backup? They signed Jacoby Brissett as their backup, so he is obviously leaving. And a lot of people aren't going to give up much for him because they know they're not going to keep him. Because if he keep him, he's going to be. T- in the locker room so why do you keep a guy like that you're yeah. not going to keep a guy like that they're eventually going to have to release him or you'll see something on on uh, draft night maybe the seahawks it might be the seahawks that is my uh yeah we're gonna my pick yeah. seahawks so where are gonna, baker's going i know. think i'd see baker going to carolina there's been rumors about that uh, uh left and right there has been rumors about that and didn't uh ronnie anderson say oh yeah robbie anderson Baker like, to be his QB. He was like, uh, there was a post about Baker uh, rumors of Baker going to the Carolina, and Robbie Anderson commented, "No, and that, no, you don't comment that. You, you got to watch what you say." He's obviously been very toxic well, yeah, what, on social media and what he wants in a quarterback. And on the sideline, he's yelled at his, at his quarterback. He yelled at Sam Darnold multiple times last year. They did not have a great relationship. It seems like uh, he's been very vocal, and uh, he wants the, the team to be good, and he wants to get his numbers. He's not getting that right now. At what point? Does him his passion for the team affect the team and the fact that um, he's a toxic you gotta voice be, in the yeah. locker room? I don't. I'm not yeah. saying he's a toxic voice right now, but what is that threshold from caring for the team a lot 
to to um, kind of kind of being a toxic uh, because I because I remember uh, when um, Brandon Marshall left the Bears, it was he was told it was because well, this is according to Brandon Marshall himself in one of his interviews he did. It was because they thought he was a toxic. He was a he was a toxic to the locker room. Yeah. He was trying to get more out of people, and it was more more toxic than anything. At what point do you think the Rodney Anderson situation, or the what? At what point do you think it gets toxic? I think the point is once he starts talking bad on his quarterback, because no one gives you reception. Your favorite receiver, you can't get your yards, you can't make stats, you can't Rodney make Hall of Fame Anderson. without your quarterback. You can't talk bad to your quarterback. Uh, Robbie Anderson talking bad to Baker. What happens if Baker goes to the does, goes to Carolina? Instantly, bad relationship. He made a bad relationship with Baker already before him even being on the team. Don't even know if he's going to be on the team. He already has a bad relationship. Ooh, with big him. news coming out of the Browns. Sorry, big news coming out of the Browns organization. Pro Bowl cornerback Denzel Ward signs a five-year one. 100- $100.5 million contract extension includes 71.25 guaranteed. Go get your money, Denzel. He is now the highest-paid cornerback Ooh, in the entire he's, league. He's getting his money, and I am so happy because he's a great cornerback. Yeah. Um, he's been a great cornerback for a long time. And, uh, and now he, I think those guys He's starting like, to hit his stride, and uh, that's a good Browns defense. And the fact that thing, you have yeah. your Miles Garrett and then you have your um, – uh, Denzel Ward, I think that's beautiful. Another thing I saw, there was a top 10 most paid cornerbacks list. Who wasn't on there was Jair Alexander. Uh, yeah. Not even in the top 10. He's going to want his yes. money now. you got to give him his money, Green Bay. Yeah, and another thing about people wanting their money, Kyler Murray doesn't want to play in his current contract with the Cardinals. Yeah, that's another big thing. And I, I think it's more of a power move for the agent to say, hey, Hey man, he's not gonna play on his contract. Yeah. He wants his money. Maybe that we could see a trend now. I heard on the Pat McAfee show, but I, um, uh, maybe we see a trend here now of of players on their rookie deal saying, "Hey, I'm not gonna play on my rookie deal until you, you extend me. Give me my money." Maybe we'll see the days where a rookie quarterback gets does well in their first two years and gets paid a a crap ton of money. We can see that, and I'm all for that. In this and um. For players getting their money, and I think it's, it might be a good thing. Uh, but uh, we see now more and more guys getting their extension before the rookie deals, and we saw Josh Allen do that. We saw Patrick Mahomes do that. So there are some notable guys who have done that before. And also another, uh, since we're talking about contract extensions, uh, reports are coming out about an hour ago that both sides are wor- working towards an agreement the Titans and AJ Brown to remain with the team for a long time. I really don't think there's a possibility that AJ Brown and the Titans split up. I think, I think they'll 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 come together for a deal. And also with the the Debo situation, and yeah. there's been rumored teams that maybe the Bears can get him. Maybe other teams they've been floating out. Uh, I think Kyle Shanahan when he said he's like we're we're still like listening is i mean it doesn't hurt to listen to an offer it doesn't hurt to listen to an offer at all and if they get a great amount of pegs for him then and you send him off but mm-hmm. uh i think they're gonna re-sign him and w- with the 49ers they take a long time to re-sign their players they took a mm-hmm. long time to re-sign uh uh nick bosa right nick right yeah. no joey's on the chargers yeah. but nick's on the 49ers i always forget that but nick bosa they took a long time to resign him they love fred warmer in that organization they absolutely love him and they took him a bit to sign him so there's a couple guys that take 
a bit to sign. They always wait till the last minute in San Francisco. That's the way they do it. And I think Debo will re-sign with them. If not, they'll get a lot of good draft picks from that. Yeah, for sure. I think... Debo, we saw last year, he was a great locker room energy. He was a big hairy or a big factor in their uh, Super Bowl, almost Super Bowl run last year, taking down the Packers. He's a great player. I mean, you're going to have to give up a lot of value for him. But like Colin said, every single team is basically listening to offers. They're basically just saying that, hey, we're listening to the offers. Like they offered Jimmy G. There was probably offers that were put up for Jimmy G by the Colts, of course, but they didn't want him because they're like, oh, it's not enough. We're going to hold him off till the season. Once one of those big-name quarterbacks, maybe Matt Ryan gets hurt, uh, they'll make an offer for Jimmy G, and they'll have to give up some picks, um, and they'll be forced to do that. But The Cardinals re-signed wide receiver A.J. Green to a one-year deal. He's kind of coming back to that team, um, maybe to grow on what he learned with uh, Kyler Murray, get the chemistry up again. So uh, that's another another thing that – okay, I'm just trying – Yep, Why and then another there? thing is uh, Geno Smith re-signed with the Seahawks on a one-year $7 million deal. Geno Smith? Uh, yeah, Geno Smith, uh, backup quarterback to Drew Locke. So, <laughs> Seattle, rough situation. Geno Smith, that's a blast in the past. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, former Jets uh, first-round pick, I believe. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like we said, Sammy Watkins signed with the Packers uh, for a one-year deal up to $4 million. Uh, another have, thing is uh, uh, Bears head coach Matt Eberflus, QB Justin Fields is in a great spot in the learning in learning the offense. I think give him a whole offseason to learn the offense. It's going to be a great team next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as a head coach, you're supposed to be saying all those things. Yeah. Those are proper things to say as a head coach, where you're saying, "Oh yeah, our guys learn the new offense, or they're loving the offense." Of course, they're. You have to say that to keep the team together and, and some sort of things. I do like the Bears, and I do like the fact that it's it's going to be a growing year, definitely. They need to show some signs mm-hmm. of, of improvement. Then i got a lot of cast space to work with next year. So this is definitely just a rebuilding year to learn the offense and kind of uh, get into a rhythm of things. Um, a piece of draft news coming out is uh, reports are saying that head coach Dan Campbell does not like Thib- Thibodeau. From the um, the pass pass rusher from uh, Oregon doesn't really like him. He doesn't think he'd fit into the team very well, especially the culture. His his uh, uh his um his effect to the team really has mm-hmm. hindered his draft stock immensely. His attitude. Uh, he doesn't have the best attitude. Reportably said he he didn't really have a great draft interview process. So that is a very it's a knock on him, and he yeah. might fall just a bit. And uh, I might have him falling in the draft, but um, yeah. Yeah. Another thing is a uh, uh, big rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. Um, yep, he died yeah. over this past. Uh, Sad. Very young guy. Uh, his time was up next. He was a great quarterback in Ohio State. Um, rest in peace to him. Yeah. Um, Fighting for a job in uh, yeah. Pittsburgh, and then it, it's sad. You never want to see a guy like that. We'll get more details coming out. Apparently, he was crossing interstate, but we we don't know exactly why he was. But um, our right, uh, rest in peace to him, and uh, um, thoughts out to his family. Yeah. Um, another thing: Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers to face off against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in the match, which Ooh. is considered. Yeah, I think it's a two and two golf match. Yeah. Golf match. <laughs> it's Who it's gonna. Got? You got Josh Allen, you no, got I'm, Patrick Mahomes, or do you got Brady and, and Rodgers? I'm going to take the veteran guys. You know, I want oh, I want Tom Brady. This is the yes. only time I'm going to be rooting for I, you, Aaron Rodgers. You take this. You you say I see that. I Aaron Rodgers golfing. He's, he's a good golfer. Do not 
slouch on him. Only Tom Brady thing- hit a couple good shots in the last couple match. He has more experiences in these types of things. I have not seen Mahomes golf, and I have not seen Allen, Allen golf. So this will be very interesting to see. I'll take the veteran guys, though. I think they got more experience in the golf realm of things. I like them, and I think uh, Brady and Rodgers get the job done. I they think best ball sh- the first should- nine, uh, yeah. the last night. Yeah, uh, it's June 1st. Um, it's taking face on June 1st on TNT. Um, I think you should have got Drew Brees involved with this somehow, unless he's a commentator to this, but because <laughs> he's always Big golfing. Question, what haircut is Rodgers going to show Ooh, up? Ooh, is he going to go back to his old style, or is he going to go with the rock of the mullet? He's got to rock the mask. Is he going to cut? He's got to cut. He's got to yeah. And then jo- I never knew Josh Allen did golf. <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen, he's a golfer, I guess. I think Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are going to take this one by a lot, a large margin. I, just, I mean, I put money on it if I was a betting man, but I'm not a betting man. So <laughs> I, I will not. Uh, another piece of draft notable news, the UFC wide receiver Drake London. Some are... People are saying he's a monster. He tracks the ball uh, from seconds and leaves it, leaves it in his hands. He's great against press, and he catches everything. A lot of people love Drake London. His draft stock is raising up. But in, in a draft filled with a lot of good wide receivers, I don't see the need to move up for a wide receiver or trade up for a wide receiver in this draft. Mm-hmm. Another thing is a little funny piece. Marshawn Lynch joins NHL, NHL Seattle Kraken as a minority owner. Yeah. <laughs> you own a hockey that. team now, Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch owns his own football league, the Fantasy Football League, and he's he is everywhere. I he swear, it's everything. like Snoop Dogg, Marshawn Lynch, and Shaq always have little side missions. They're always somewhere. <laughs> they're always they're always like that, and, uh, and <laughs> Marshawn then, Lynch is always doing that. Uh, another piece I saw is Colin Kaepernick is willing to play backup quarterback in the NFL. He says, "I just need that opportunity to walk through the door." Colin, Cap, not Colin Ryan. Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> you're getting old. Um, no one's going to want you. I mean, you're older. I get you want that, but you just want to walk through the door. You just want your money. Admit it, man. He's made more money off the field than he's on the field. But, um, if, if they gave him a a chance to, they literally, in the middle of the season, they gave him a a pro day and no team really signed him and he didn't show up because he didn't want to do it. It was in the middle of the season. Well, they gave him a shot and every NFL team's kind of looked away from that now and, uh. Um, but another piece of notable news would have to be the Colts are signing cornerback Stephon Gilmore to two-year deal mm-hmm. worth $23 million. That's a great piece for that defense. With the Forrest Buckner, with Darius Leonard, it's going to be a good offset to the— they're going to have a fierce defense coming into this year. Stephon Gilmore's getting on the older side, potentially. Finish off his career with the Colts and maybe getting a Super Bowl winning. We know Matt Ryan has got that playoff experience. I really like Matt Ryan, by the way. I really like him on the Colts. Um, Showing that past— playoff experience he's been a great player he hasn't had a great team around him now we'll see what Pittman and Ryan can do with that uh JT on the side of him De- definitely so and uh, another piece of Panthers news is the Panthers have uh talked to numerous teams about moving back from six but really who, who who's gonna trade up to get somebody when you don't have that good quarterback class there's not a very good quarterback class so usually when you're training up for somebody it's in the first round it's for a quarterback you're not really going to get many takers. You'll, you'll get a couple, but you're not going to get many. So I don't know how that'll be. I have them sticking at pick six in my draft. But another piece of news is the Raiders are signing quarterback Derek Carr to a three-year deal worth $121 million extension. He noted that 
when he signed this deal, he wanted it to be a very team-friendly deal because he hates seeing his yeah. best friend, Khalil Mack, go after he signed his contract. So he wanted to keep some of his guys around. He signed a very team-friendly deal. So um, that's a very good thing. And um, uh, another piece of draft news would be uh, Trayvon Walker is the number one player on multiple teams' boards. It seems like... It's always like this. A, a couple weeks before draft day, and somebody said, oh, this is the number one guy. We all think, oh, Aiden Hutchinson, he is the number one guy. Trayvon Walker, he is a very good edge rusher. He's, he's very good out of, out of Georgia. Wouldn't be surprised if he goes number one. I really like him, but um, uh, definitely a guy to think about. And um, it Another piece of draft news is uh, just about every team has Desmond Ryder as a first-round grade as a quarterback. He really, reports have been coming in that he really has been crushing the after-draft process with the interviews, all that. He's very professional. He looks like a guy that could be an NFL quarterback. I think the best thing for Desmond Ryder, though, is to sit behind a guy for a couple years, not be drafted in the first round, but in the second round or the third round. Sit behind him and kind of learn a bit and then become an NFL quarterback because I really don't think he is absolutely ready for the NFL. Yeah. Another thing is the Bears signed former Jaguars tight end James O'Shaughnessy today. Uh, it's their fourth tight end out of the roster, and they got a fullback. So we hopefully like we, we trust the polls pos- process. We trust, trust the polls process. <laughs> we got to see what he's doing. We got to see. We got to see fullback and four tight ends. One of them is going to get cut before the end of the season. But Ooh, um, another piece of news that just popped out: the yeah. Browns are being investigated by the NFL for intentionally losing games in 2016 and 2017. I would because they were an awful I, team. Then. I I don't know why. <laughs> You would be investigated. I mean, their team was really bad in 2016 and 2017. They were really bad under Hugh Jackson, but uh, um, they were really bad. I don't know if you're intentionally losing games, if your team's that bad. But uh, I don't know what you could do if you find them guilty of that. Um, do you find them? Do you say, oh, yeah, those guys that you got with your picks can't play anywhere? Well, I mean, that really doesn't work. So. Who knows with that situation? Um, another thing is, I want to go back to the Desmond Ritter thing. If he's gonna go in the first round, what team is gonna pick a quarterback? What do you think? What team do you think is gonna pick a quarterback in the first round? It, well, we'll, we'll any, go into we'll go into it. I think it'll be Carolina at six. Yeah. But uh, now that you speak of it, we'll we'll get back on the quarterbacks and, and where we think they'll go. But let's enter into our mock draft. Our top 10 mock draft segment. This is where we're going to go through our top 10. Who's going to be picked in the top 10 in order. We'll do our explaining why. And um, I'll go with my number one pick. You tell me your number one pick. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Why don't you start us Well, I'm actually, I'll start us off. All right. My first pick, Trayvon Walker, edge rusher out of Georgia. You think his stock booms like a few days his before the draft? His stock boomed a lot. and. Yeah. I thought it was fake until I looked at the looked at the film. I mean, this guy is a very talented, very talented edge rusher out of Georgia. Uh, 6'5", 272. He's a junior. He's 21 years old. His stack stock, uh, stock has been rising, rising. He had five sacks last year, 
for uh, nine hits in 20 hurries. He, he's very good. He's very athletic, and I think that's why he's been able to climb up people's draft board is he's got more potential than someone like Aiden Hutchinson or, or a Thibodeau. Um, he is very, he's very good, and I, I think he will go number one. And uh, who do you have go number one? I got the guy who sticks up there. I got the guy who's been up there since – since day one of this draft and hasn't dropped, I got Aiden Hutchinson. I Aiden mean, Hutchinson you got you. I see one. your guy. I, I could see your guy going number one for sure. Um, but just to change it up to get a different pick, I think Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden he Hutchinson stayed up, number He stayed one. on the top of a, the boards and number one for a while for a reason. So you think it's it's a it's a complete bluff that um, Trayvon Walker is gonna go to? Well, I, I'm not saying it's not a it's not a bluff. I think he I think yeah he could very well make the first overall pick. But I I think Aiden Hutchinson is Aiden Hutchinson is my guy. There's a reason he hasn't dropped on the stock and hasn't uh, has been cli- has climbed up the first and not gone down since then. I agree with you with on the fact that uh, Aiden Hutchinson is a top five pick because I have him going here at number two to in Detroit. He played he played high school ball in Michigan. He went to Michigan. He gets drafted by Detroit. That's a storybook uh, ending right there. As a as a guy. From Michigan, you want to be drafted like that. He's drive, drafted very high. I think if he falls to number two, you have to pick him. We've, we've heard that Detroit is not very high on, on Thibodeau. Uh, uh, I think I'm saying that right, Thibodeau? Yeah, Thib- Th- Thibodeau. Yeah, something like that. But uh, that rush out of Oregon. But uh, and I think Aiden Hutchinson's higher on their board, and I think if he falls, which I think he will, I think definitely the Lions will take that chance and we'll draft him right up who do you have going um, as your i two? think it says the lions need a quarterback they're going to stick with jared goff they need a linebacker i don't think they want Thibodeau, um and they need a db um which i think is why i'm going to pick with them picking Derek singletary i don't think they're going to go with kyle hamilton they you, gonna go you don't singletary. think you're go- they're going to go gonna, desmond Ryder. i know not des not De- desmond Ryder. who's the <laughs> Uh, no, Amir Gardner. Why does it doesn't Sauce matter? Gardner? Yeah, Sauce Gardner. So you think they're going to go with Der- Derek over uh, Gardner? I think Gardner's the best, best he, cornerback. He's a, he's, he's, he's to me, he's the best cornerback in this draft, out of this draft class. He's, he's very good. I think he's the number one. So why do you think that they're going to pick Derek, the guy at LSU, over the guy? I think, I think base, basically just on how he was placed on the draft board. Um, I think Detroit needs a DB regardless. They want to pick the best guy available. They could very so well you, pick Sauce Gardner. So you think they're going to go a DB over someone like a Trayvon Walker or a Thibodeau or well, yeah, a tackle? They, I think they are because they're going to need that position more. Although they do need that edge-rushing ability, I think that's not their top focus right now. That's not their top uh, top need right now. So, I mean, everyone's... Everyone in this top portion of the draft will draft edge rushers and, and tackles. I like your how you're going a little bit different from this angle. I just don't see it drafting a DB that high at number two. I think you trade back and you do it if you want a DB. I think he'll be there later. He's not going to go in the top two in my opinion, but maybe you proved me wrong. You had some uh, some things that you think that's their biggest need, and, uh, and maybe it is so. And uh, At three... I mean, basically every position is a must for the uh, Houston Texans, and I have them picking Thibodeau. And, and look, he hasn't crushed the he hasn't crushed the um, after draft draft process. He hasn't really. I mean, he's he's very talented. He's very talented and very athletic. He has some potential. He needs to, to needs to learn a bit more pass rush moves, but he's very good still. And I think he he'll have a very good fit 
and um in Houston they need an edge rusher they need a guy like that and someone like that talented is is you can't mm-hmm. pass up at three and I think they draft him yeah I think I'm uh the Texans do have the 13th pick too I think I gotta I gotta stick with you I think Thibodeau's going in the Thibodeau's going in the top three if Detroit drafts him or not he's going to the Texans if he falls to him I definitely think I, I like Thibodeau going there but I could also see them going with Evan Neal the tackle out of Alabama they love yeah. tackles out of Alabama down there in, in uh and Houston the Houston Texans they love their tackles out of Al- Alabama I could definitely see them going that way but in this mock draft and what I have them going I have them going Thibodeau so at number four I have Charles Cross out of Mississippi State, a tackle out of Mississippi State, going to the uh, Jets. I think this is how they prove their loyalty to Zach Wilson. Hey, we're spending a big pick on this offensive line to help you. He's 6'5", 307. He's a redshirt sophomore. He's very good. He's 21 years of age. Um, out of 719 uh pass snaps he had only allowed two sacks and 14 hurries that is a very good stat line for a uh for a tackle like of this caliber i think he's he's a very good um tackle i think he's one of the best in this draft and i think he has a little bit more potential than someone like an evan neal yeah um for this i, I agree with you they do need that tackle they do need to protect that young guy zach wilson showed he has potential i think they pick uh akeem and akwanu um from North Carolina state Akeem, whatever. I think I think they're gonna pick him. Charles Cross and Akeem, those are the top wow. two tackles. They're gonna pick either of those. I can agree with Charles Cross as well. I just think they're gonna pick the lower guy for no reason at all. But they're gonna pick him. I believe. Why do you think they're gonna pick him over someone like an Avenil or a um or a Charles Cross? I don't. I just picked him because he's the next guy below your guy. Because I don't want to pick the same guy as you. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just what you think. Where where yeah. is it gonna go? Where is it where is it gonna be? Um, and now at uh, number five, we have the New York Giants on the board. And with the Giants on the board, they need a bunch of O-line help. And I think Evan Neal fits that that mold. Evan Neal is just a monster. He is a big dude. 6'8", 337. He's a junior. He's 21 years of age. Out of 650 blocks last season, he had two sacks five hits and eight hurries so he's a very good he just doesn't have he doesn't scream top three pick to me he doesn't but he he's a very solid tackle he's definitely a first round tackle and i think he'll be a very good uh, tackle in the nfl and that's why i have him going at number five who do you have going at number five given the giants do have two picks and very similar yeah, I think this one, and I'm going to go with this now. I'm going to get Charles Cross. It could go either way like I did last round. I didn't pick him last round. I'm going to pick him this round. Charles Cross to the Giants. Um, yeah, pretty much well said on that. Um, and, yeah, next pick on the number, number six. I'll let you pick number six one. I've, I've kind of led us off on all the other ones. Who do you have going at number six? No, Carolina, it proves. Do – it's Carolina has two options. Do they draft a quarterback six overall? I think what they should do is listen to those trade offers. Listen to them very, very good. Um, maybe from one of the earlier first rounds, give you more picks, and they could bump up to get a Kyle Hamilton if he's still there. Um, but I think they take those trade offers, trade down to like a end of the first round, possibly early second, then get that quarterback that they want, or they could just draft a lineman right here. But I think right here, I think they're gonna take Evan Neal. I didn't take him last time. They need an offensive line. Evan Neal. So they, you think I don't think gonna take Evan Neal. No way. Six? 
they draft a quarterback sixth overall. None of these quarterbacks are sixth overall caliber. I know I was talking with my boss at work a lot. Um, Bill, he was saying, hey, you put Malik Willis into this uh, into this draft last year. He was a third overall pick. He'd be a top five draft pick if he was in this year's draft class. Um, uh, D- Davis Mills, you mean? Davis Mills, yeah. I don't know why I said Malik Willis, but yeah, I was meaning <laughs> Davis Mills. But yeah, I think they're going to pick Evan Neal. Um, what do you got for the Panthers? The Panthers, they absolutely fell in love during this process with Kenny Pickett. I they love Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett. They the love this guy. tape. He's he played in pro style offense in, in um in uh in Pittsburgh. The problem is that he was a one year wonder, which we know what one year wonders could do. But I, I don't think he's a bad pick. I think they end up going with Kenny Pickett here just because I don't think they have any buyers with their pick to trade back. I think they'll going up going and they'll draft Kenny Pickett. I don't think they'll go Malik Willis here, even though I think Malik Willis has a lot more talent. I just think they they fell in love with Kenny Pickett, and that's their guy. I don't think they should pick a quarterback for that. I, I don't really. think anyone should, but I think just the hype, just yeah. there, there's overhype in quarterbacks, no matter what quarterback class it is. Everyone likes likes it, and and. I I think I think they'll definitely go Kenny Pickett at number six because I just think they fell in love with him. Uh, he's not a terrible quarterback, but he's he's not the greatest. But I think they'll go with him at number six. Number seven, I have Ahmad Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati, being drafted by the New York Giants. Look, they need. They need some help on, on, on the secondary. I think Amar, Amar Garner is a very good guy to have to uh, add to your uh, repertoire of um, of players. He's the best cornerback in this draft. And look, if you can get him at number seven, that's great. I also see they could trade back in the draft to maybe get, get some more picks. But uh, you're not going to get that many buyers. But I think Amar Garner will go in the spot. What do you think for number seven? Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I'm still noticing that we kept Kyle, Kyle Hamilton up there. I think we're keeping him for the right team. Um, I think he is going to drop, even though he is a great player. I think oh, he's, I think he's great. I just, need, I just think teams don't. Don't yeah, prioritize safety as yeah. much as much as I think they should. I mean, Kyle Hamilton to me is is he's a top two talent in this draft. I think it goes. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think he's a top two talent in this draft. I think he's a generational type safety, and I think he'll he'll fall in the draft. I think he'll fall in between the the, the five and ten range, and uh, I. I have him going at number eight to the Atlanta Falcons. I think they definitely need some uh, a secondary help. I think this this fits their secondary help very well. I think Kyle Hamilton. What's the other guy they have? Uh, they had um, Ke- Keanu. Who do they have right now? Like that one guy. Is that corner? That's they have a cornerback. The AJ yeah. Terrell. They yeah, that's have a what very I'm good, about, yeah. very good cornerback AJ Terrell. What better way to pair him with? Uh, Kyle Hamilton and the over the top help. That's a very good um, one two combo right there. And it, Kyle Hamilton's a generational type safety. I keep saying this and I keep believing it. Every time I say it, this guy is very, very good. And I think at number eight, you get a steal. What yeah, do you think? I'm thinking they're drafting the same thing. I think they take him. Uh, I think that's where he goes. Um, I think they do take those trade offers. No one's. I don't think anyone's going to give them a trade they're going to take because they got those two first early picks, but I don't think they need the players. There's talent that goes so deep into the draft that I don't think they need those top two picks to draft. They could get a later pick easily. Um, On to the Seahawks. 
the Seahawks, I have drafting Icky. Icky Mwaku? Yeah, I don't know how to say his last name, but he's a tackle out of North Carolina State. Look, this guy is very good. He's he's a very good tackle. He's 6'4", 3'10". He, he was, he's 21 years old, and out of 500 pass uh, snaps last season, he had three sacks, 10 hurries. This guy's a very good tackle. I, I just have him going at this position just because I like the size and I like a little bit better of Charles Cross and Evan Neal. I think they're just they're a little bit better, and I think he'll he'll fall to number nine, which is a, which is a steal in my opinion for for a team who definitely needs someone at at the tackle position. They need someone to uh, kind of block for Drew Locke. So I know it's not the most glamorous position, but I definitely think he'll fall there at number nine. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. I have no clue who the Seahawks need. They're not. Gonna, I think they're gonna they're gonna stick with Drew Locke this season. They're gonna let their they're gonna purposely not like the Cleveland Browns. We mentioned earlier they're not going to purposely let their team fall. I think the Seahawks are going to intentionally fall, and they're going to get pick a quarterback next year when there's Bryce Young and there's those those guys who are way better than the quarterbacks this year. And I that's why I have George Kaliafis, whoever go in there because they need that. Ex- George, uh, that's the yeah, edge rusher out of Purdue. Purdue. They need that extra help with Bobby Wagner going on that defense. To, they need that extra help. All around, they just need help. 6 266, a junior out of Purdue. He had five sacks last season, 14 hits, 35 hurries on uh, 335 pass snaps, and uh, he had. 331 run snaps. He's a very good edge rusher. He's probably one of the, he's like the third, yeah. third or fourth best pass rusher in this draft. Still, he is a very good pick, and to him fall at number nine, right? Yep. You had him going number nine. I I don't I don't think that's. I think it's kind of a reach, but I, I don't think it's that much the fact that it, it might be their need, it might be what they need, and uh, I think that's very good. I think at number ten. I have a uh, uh, Derek Single, Singler Jr., the cornerback out of I, I totally butchered his name, but the cornerback out of LSU, standing at six foot, one ninety, a junior. You had him going top two, I think, right? No, I had him top five. You had top five, something like that. But um, I think he he's a very good cornerback. He definitely he had, his best year was his freshman sophomore season. He definitely had a. A, uh, he had an injury this past uh, season towards the end. So did someone like a Kyle Hamilton had an injury at the end of the year. Drake London also did as well. But I think they need uh, cornerback help, and I think this guy he will serve them justice. And I think he's a he's a very good. Yep. Yeah, real quick after this, I want to go over three things. I want to go where you think Jordan Davis will go, where you think Olave will go, and where you think the first quarterback will be drafted in the draft class. But to go on the New York Jets pick. I'm just going to pick the next first, the uh, rank eight, the next guy up there, Trent McDuffie. He's a quarterback. He's it says they need a quarterback. quarterback. He's a great. Um, I got them picking him. I, I think he, he's he's a very good guy out of, out of Washington. He's at number 10. But uh, you asked for where do you think Drake London will land? Where do you think? No, I said where do you think Jordan Davis will land? Where do you think Olave will land? And uh, Jordan Davis, think? Olave. I, I have my picks. I think Jordan Davis will land with the Chargers. They need that. That defense is already electric enough. They don't need. I mean, unless the Chargers Jordan pick Davis, a receiver. I I think at number seventeen, I think it's it's got to be Chris Olave at that pick. I the think Chargers pick Olave. Yeah, Chargers Chargers will pick Olave in this draft. I think he's. They need a burner. They they do. They do need somebody like that. They paid so much money for um for some wide receivers, but they need a couple extra. And I think 
Chris Olave definitely fits what they need in the Chargers. The, the one of their biggest needs is wide receiver. To, to be honest, I mean they do have um, Keaton Allen. They do have um, uh, oh, they just yeah yeah uh, Williams, and they just resign him. But hey, you yeah. gotta. You gotta add to that repertoire, and I, I think gonna, Chris Olave adds a very, very good, uh, interesting piece to the puzzle. I think um, Jordan Davis. I think I was gonna say either Olave goes to the Chargers or the Packers, or Jordan Davis goes to uh, the Chargers or Packers. You know, either of them. The big boy. Where do you think he's going? Uh, Jordan Davis. I think he goes to the Saints. I'm gonna be honest. I I think um. Because New Orleans. Um. Let me see. Let me see. Jordan Davis. He'll go nine team, or he might. I like my Steelers a lot too. Yeah, I like that. That I like the Steelers. That is already electric, and adding a very fast defensive lineman like Jordan Davis in that. uh, that's um that's a very good pick. I think that he could land there or somewhere like I do like the idea of Jordan Davis maybe falling to somewhere like a um Patriots. I I mean that's a lot of speed for Bill Belichick to work with and we know how Bill Belichick loves his defense. So uh I think that could be a very plausible uh situation. Yeah, I really it's really interesting where some of these guys could go, especially with us being Chicago fans and we seeing that they have I think they have two seconds, uh, two seconds, a third, a f- two fifths, and a sixth. We definitely, as Chicago, want to go over what Chicago needs, or what do you want Chicago to get? To no, get? let's go over the quarterbacks and where where oh, do we yeah. think. Oh, let's yeah, go yeah, to yeah, the next segment. That. We're gonna go to our next segment, which is uh, the quarterbacks in the draft. Where do we think they're gonna land, and why? I um, I I keep saying I Kenny Pickett going at number six. Um. You know, I did say Jordan Davis at uh, at that defensive tackle position uh, to the Steelers, but I think uh, Malik Willis is a very interesting option to yeah, he had a to good have relationship uh, with Tomlin. I I really do think they like Malik Willis, and I think they uh, um they really did, and I I do think maybe the Saints can. They did trade up, and if you usually trade up, it's usually for a quarterback. I think he'll follow fall he'll fall anywhere in between. Um, the Saints and the Steelers. I think it's going to be one of those two teams in the first round that picked 18 and 19, right? I or 19 and 20. Yeah, I think any. It'll be any range of between, I think, two quarterbacks to no quarterbacks in the first round. I don't think three quarterbacks are being picked in the first round. If any two quarterbacks, I think it's going to be Sam Howell and, Mal- and uh, Malik Willis. I don't think Kenny Pickett's going in the first round, although the pa- you said the Panthers won. I think he's going to fall to the second round. Yeah, um... I think at number, I don't know who. Where do you think Desmond Ryder's gonna? I could see him possibly. He seems he's, I, he's a lot for of some reason first round grades. So some reason do you, you think someone's gonna pull the trigger? For some reason, he seems like an Atlanta guy to me. I don't know why. When I see he him in my like head, he looks guy. like an Atlanta guy. Maybe he played in uh, Cincinnati, which has similar colors. I don't know. I, I can see I, him. I kind of see him kind of following follow into the trap of. Um, the Seattle Seahawks. I think the Seattle Seahawks. His, his trend is kind of he. He might be drafted. The Seattle Seahawks have a couple early first round, not first round, uh, second round draft picks. And I think on day two, I think he'll fall. Desmond Desmond Ryder will fall to him, and I think he'll be taken by by them because they have a lot of picks. Um, he's a very professional guy, and I, I think he'll do very well. And if he sits behind someone like Drew Locke and just just 
sits behind, learns from Pete Carroll for a couple, for a year maybe or so, or learn to become a quarterback, and I think that's where he falls. Yeah, um, and that is basically our draft segment. I mean, yeah, Matt Corral too, yeah. Matt Corral. Um, Depends I, where they all fall. It's going to be very interesting Matt to see where Corral, some of those guys fall. He might fall to somewhere like a Detroit who needs a, who needs a quarterback, someone like that. Uh, he's a very good quarterback. Not a very good quarterback as well, but uh, he's he's up there, another another guy. Um, then you got Sam Howell. Sam Howell also. You could see him going to maybe the Lions and uh, maybe the Saints. But uh, I – that's our quarterbacks, and that's our uh, NFL draft coverage. And the draft is coming up. We may have a draft. We're gonna try. We're gonna try. We're, we're gonna try, try our best. Maybe not. If we get, if we get, if we both get work off on that same day, we're gonna try to set up a live stream for the draft. We're gonna try maybe. to get it up on the. T- we're gonna yeah, try. We'll, we'll, we'll try our best. We'll try. It's late at night, so we're gonna try to get it on the TV if we can, then set up a live stream for you guys to watch. We'll post it after. If that doesn't work out, we'll just do a draft coverage episode the following week and recover all the picks from the first round and all the picks that the Bears picked, all the picks that our favorite teams have picked um, in the draft. But hey, this has been the Anytime Sports Podcast Show, and we'll see you later. Peace.